But we're going to try to be intentional to keep on growing uh, during this time and uh, not taking a step back. As a matter of fact, I've been encouraging people uh, that I've been talking to. They're like, hey, how can I help? How can I help? How can I be involved? And there's really four, four things. One, I want to make sure we're all praying. Make sure we're praying, 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 uh, surrendering our hearts to God, surrendering this season to God, uh, getting our hearts more in alignment with his will and his way and his word, uh, making sure we're opening up the scripture and and, and uh, worshiping and singing songs, even if we have a terrible voice going in that shower and just belting it out saying, God, I trust you. And so that, that relationship with God is going to be incredibly important. Then making sure we're staying connected. That connection really, really matters during this time. Uh, one of our leaders uh, sent us a note yesterday and said, instead of saying we're practicing social distancing, uh, she said we're practicing uh, distant socializing. And I like the switch on that. It's like, hey, we're, we're still, we're distant, but we're still gonna stay connected. And we just wanna make sure we're staying connected. So make sure you're sending text messages. When somebody comes to your brain that you're thinking about, send them a note, send them a little video text, uh, send them a voice memo. Do those things to make sure we're staying connected. Third one is giving. Let's make sure we keep on giving, keep on being uh, generous. I've been incredibly proud of our church family for stepping up. Uh, because we do have a number of individuals that have lost jobs. And then we've got some other individuals that are actually doing really, really well. And I love that in this time, we're continuing to share with each other. So Shoreline City, don't stop being generous. Continue. I know Onique and I would continue to tithe and we'd go over and above. We got our heaven to earth fund that we're going to be pouring money into as well. Go ahead, go to the app, go to our website, text to give. Let's do this. Let's make sure we're able to support and encourage each other as people might be in spots they've never been in before. We're going to continue to be the church in the world. And last but certainly not least, want to make sure we're growing. So we got praying, we got connecting, we got giving, and we've got growing. I want to make sure we are growing during this time. This is not the time for us to take a step backwards. It's the time for us to take a step forward. And I want to say, I want to grow in our leadership. Uh, let's grow in our understanding of who God is. Let's even grow. Maybe there's a new language you've been wanting to learn. This might be the perfect time uh, to do that. If you've got kids at the house, this is the perfect time to do nothing but spend time with your kids because it's crazy. I don't know about y'all's house. Our house is wild right now. We've got all of our kids doing schoolwork, but I still want to make sure I'm growing. So those, those moments that I can grab a book and I'm reading and just trying to make sure I'm keeping my mind sharp. Let's keep moving forward in our growth. And that's why we're going to have this time together today. Genesis chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37. Uh, this upcoming Sunday, this is the passage of scripture that I'm preaching from. Uh, so I'm sharing something with you that is not in the sermon. I had to cut this out of the sermon just because I didn't want to be uh, preaching for too long. Uh, but I'm going to insert it here. Uh, since we've got a little extra time together, you will see people on the platform this upcoming Sunday. We did not break any rules or any laws. We filmed that before the guidelines were put in place. So just so you know, we are totally in uh, alignment with what our government officials are asking of us. But in Genesis chapter 37, we have the story of Joseph. And not just in Genesis 37, it actually continues on pretty much to the end of Genesis. But I'm going to start reading in verse 23. It says, so when Joseph 
came to his brothers. They stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it. So he's now thrown into this pit by his brothers. Skip with me now to verse 26. Judah, who's one of Joseph's brothers, said to his brothers, the other ones who threw Joseph in the pit, what will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. His brothers agreed. Verse 28. So when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites who were taking him to Egypt. What I want you to see is that the very ones who threw him into the pit are the very ones who pulled him out of the pit, okay? So the ones that threw him in, his brothers, they were mad at him, they were angry with him, they didn't like him, they throw him into the pit, they're the same ones that pull him out of the pit. But when they pull him out of this pit, they sell him into slavery. Here's the principle that I wanna talk about today. Everyone who pulls you up is not trying to help you out. Everyone who pulls you up is not trying to help you out. This is, this is the, the, the idea here. He's in this pit. A lot of us are feeling like we're in a pit right now. A lot of us are feeling like we're stuck in a spot that we can't get out of. A lot of us are feeling like we're stuck in a spot that we did not ask to be put in. We were thrown into this spot. And, and maybe the first couple of days it was fine, it was cool, it was maybe like a little bit of a vacation for some of us. But now you might be getting to that point of desperation. And I can see Joseph getting to that point of desperation as well. And you and I don't always make the best decisions when we're desperate. You and I don't always uh, don't have the best discernment when we're desperate. So it's important for you and I to be wise about what hands we grab when we feel like we are in a pit. It's important you and I are wise what we hold on to that's going to try to pull us out of this thing because the things that pull us up might, might not be trying to help us out. They might be actually trying to put us into another place of slavery. Joseph could have. Now, look, this is us looking back now, looking back at the story. He could have said, uh-uh, I'm not grabbing that hand. I'm staying here. I'm going to wait for somebody else to come by that's actually going to help me. But he was in that spot maybe thinking, oh, okay, brothers, thank you so much. B pull me out. I don't know if they tricked him. I don't know what they said, but they just stripped him of his robe. They just beat him up. They just threw him into the pit. Why should he be trusting these people? But he does, okay? And when he's pulled up, they're not trying to help him out. They put him in, they sell him to these Ishmaelites, people that actually hated uh, his people. I, uh, I, I was thinking about people who might try to pull you up during this time. And they might say things to you like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, come on, come here, call me. Hey, uh, hey, connect with me. Hey, let's, uh, let's Instagram live together. Let's Facebook watch party uh, together. Let's talk about some things. And they, they're like they're putting their hand out to you. 
But when they start talking to you, they start talking to you like, uh, why are you trusting God? Why, why are you putting your hope in him? Look where he left you. Look what's going on in your life right now. All these prayers you're praying, they don't seem to be working at all. They're, they're pulling you up, but they're saying you don't need God. I want you to know that's not helping you out. They're, they're pointing you the wrong direction. They're trying to take you to a place of bondage. That's not a place of freedom. Maybe some of us have friends that are saying, hey, hey, my, my hand is out here. I'm going to pull you up. But they're saying things to you like, you don't need church. You don't need community around you. You definitely don't need to be giving. You definitely don't need to be praying. You definitely don't need to be trusting uh, these people that are around you. They're, they're whispering in your ear some things that aren't that, that, that's not pushing you forward. And my friends, I'm letting you know that since you and I might be feeling a sense of desperation as we are in this pit, and if you're not feeling it yet, let this be a word of warning to us to make sure the hands that we grab are pulling us up to actually help us get closer to our destiny. Get us closer to where God is trying to take us. Get us closer to who he has called us to be and not take us further apart. I have seen too many people align their lives with friends who actually were living in a fence and those friends that were living in a fence ended up taking them out of church and their life is not the better for it. Their friends that were living in a fence actually pull them away from God and their lives aren't the better for it. Their marriages aren't better for it. Their mindsets aren't better for it. Their singleness is not better for it. So I want us to be very, very wise in this season that we are in. Full disclosure, I've got an agenda. Like if you're in a pit right now, my hand is out to you. Here it is. Matter of fact, both of them are. My hands are out. I'm saying I want to help pull you up. I'm saying I, I want to help pull you out of the pit that you are in. And I do, I have an agenda. I'm going to make it really, really clear. My agenda is not to pull you further from God. My agenda is not to pull you away from the church. My agenda actually is to help raise you up to be a Christ-like leader who makes it on earth as it is in heaven. I want you to become everything that God has called you to be. And even in a time when things seem crazy and wild, I want to place a demand on the call of God that is on the inside of you for you to be the man or woman of God that he purposed and called you to be when he was knitting you together in your mother's womb. That is my agenda for your life. My agenda is for you to become all that you have been destined to be. I want you to be the lover of people you've been called to be. I want you to be as generous as God has called you to be. I want you to be as forgiving as God has called you to be. I want you to be as hope-filled as God has called you to be. I want you to be the leader God has called you to be. I want you to start every business God has called you to start. I want you to serve every person God has called you to serve. I want you to raise every child God has caused you to raise. I want you to kick down every door God has called you to kick down. I want you to raise up every leader God has called you to raise up. I want you to change every industry God has called you to change. I want you to start every single thing, do everything, be who God has called you to be. That's my agenda. I'm making it clear. If you're not interested in that agenda, no problem. We still love you. I'm still on your side. I'm still for you. We'll still be praying for you. But understand, that's the spirit and the heart of our church. That's a spirit and the heart that we have as a serve team. That's how I want us talking to each other, how I want us encouraging each other, and how I want us moving forward. Hey, friends, uh, I'm on your side. I'm cheering you on. Uh, the whole staff team is, serve team, I love you a ton. Shoreline, extended family, 
love you so much. I'm excited to see how, how God's going to carry us and take us through. And I pray today just this little bit of, of leadership. Uh, if it's not for now, maybe it's for later. If it's not for you, maybe it's for somebody else that you know so we can keep on moving forward and be all that God has called us to be and make it on earth as it is in heaven. I love you so, so much, family, and can't wait to see you again soon. Bye.